Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Good morning, Smiling Sonia here. It's Friday the 6th of November 2020. Today I want to talk about what is holding you back. This week my coach set me a task to move my business to the next level. There are four of us in in this coaching group and everyone has the same task. We were all supportive of each other and feeling motivated to take action and get results. I then got scared and decided that I'm still not ready to take this next step. I think we've all had times in our lives when we know what we need to do and that possibly we can do it but we hold ourselves back. So before I launch in, uh, yesterday was a significant day because it was my son's 21st birthday. Although by the time this episode is published, that would have been a month ago because I'm a month ahead in my recordings. And it was it was a nice day. I mean, it was a work day. Um, we did a little bit of celebrating in the evening. I bought him a pizza. Gosh, where's my mind gone? A pizza. I made myself some fish and chips. Yeah, I did have I did have a. A little triangle of pizza but I'm still not there yet with having a pizza so I had a piece of this pizza and made myself I would say slimming world friendly fish and chips I I had some bassa frozen bassa and I made my own crispy coating using cornflakes but it's delicious. I season it up. I season it up with curry powder, seasonal pepper, etc. And coat the fish. Put it in the oven for about 15 minutes. And I made some chunky sweet potato chips, which were delicious. So And some beans. So I'm, I was very happy. I can't believe he's 21. He's 21. Wow. He's got his life ahead of him. And the fears and anxieties that you have at that age, because he's at his last last year at university, and he'll be looking out to the the world of of work, getting a job of some sort, or maybe starting his own business. Who knows? 
I am in bed again. I'm on a podcast telling you that I'm in bed. (laughs) But I decided over the last few days that uh, it's okay for me to just take it easy in the morning. I think this is what I need to do this week. And next week is a new week. So I'm still in bed. And once I finish my recording, I shall get myself all set up for work. Although I have an appointment for a flu jab this morning. Ooh, just dropped something. Flu jab this morning. I have never had a flu jab before, but they, they the surgery rang me up. Um, obviously, within that group where they feel that a flu jab would be useful for me so I'm going to have that for the first time so I'm doing that this morning okay holding what's holding what's holding you back well (laughs) look I'm asking myself the question aren't I what's holding me back I have great coaching sessions. I found a fant- I've got a fantastic coach, and he's really helped me, supported me to move forward on this my project. I would say my project, moving it forward, and I've achieved so much in the last month or so with not necessarily doing lots. gently nudging nudging but of course (laughs) as you move forward on something there'll be tasks or or hurdles or barriers to go through that are just a little bit harder the barriers a little bit higher the walls a little bit thicker to get through and of course I've been working towards this next bit. <laughs> so all that's happened before, it's been quite easy. And it's been more about organising. But the next bit is a little bit more challenging, I should say. And if I think about it, there have been periods in my life that I have found challenging and I have managed to to break through. So at the time, you you think you can't do something, and you keep putting it off, putting it off, until you eventually you do it, and then you sort of think, oh, but well, that wasn't so hard, was it? I think selling selling is one of those things that I think a lot of people struggle with, this idea of selling. But we're being sold to all the time and we're selling all the time in our daily life. We just don't realise we're doing it. (laughs) You know, I've sold my son on, on, on doing many things. On a Thursday morning, I no longer have to worry about the bins not being put out. So I've done a good job at selling him on putting the bins out 
on a Wednesday night every week without me having to remind him. Every time I walk into the kitchen, it's been cleared, the washing up is done. And I've obviously sold him on doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they talk about, you know, if you've been in a relationship, you've sold that person. Oh, now I'm being in a relationship with you. So there's something, yes, yeah, selling, but selling where there's a transaction. Ah, oh, but look, yesterday I sold. Now, how interesting is this? Yesterday I sold something. <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm, I'm preparing to sell the house. And over the last couple of years, I've been getting rid of things, decluttering. I'm at, I'm actually, I would say, at the final hurdle now with the house selling situation. So I know that I'm at that last stage where the, 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 on the verge of putting the house on the market. And the sale could happen very quickly. I will be renting and I know that I, although I have whittled stuff down, I still have more stuff to get rid of. So I've been holding on to a put you up bed, you know, one of these, call them Z beds, but put you up bed that I inherited from my mum. And it's been here and it has been used, but only a few times. And it's been here and we were going to put it in the loft because I cleared for photographs. That didn't happen. But the, 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 um, the gap to get it into that area of the loft was not big enough. And my son, very sensibly, now that he's 21, although he was 20 at the time, said to me, but do you need it, mum? And I thought, well, actually, no, I don't need it. Just get rid of it then, Mum. Okay. And then I thought, well, I'll see if I can sell it. There's an app on my phone called Spock. So I just took two pictures, front view and the side view. And I put it on for £15, expecting that maybe I'll get 10 And it's been on there for almost two weeks. I had somebody offer £10 and then and offered £15 if I could deliver it and I was willing to if it was close by but they didn't respond to me and I thought I'll just leave it there and I thought I might need to just put it on one of the free app places free apps and just say come and get it but I hadn't done that yet and then somebody else contacted me Offered £10. I said yes. Expecting them the night before. They didn't turn up. I thought, oh well. And then yesterday they said they'll come and get it. They came and get it. And I received £10. So I sold... <laughs> I sold something yesterday for £10. But here's the thing. I didn't have to talk to anybody... <laughs> I didn't have to talk to anyone about it. I just put a picture up 
put a price and waited for somebody who's using that same app, who's looking for that to approach me and a transaction took place. So that's easy. And I guess that's why, you know, in terms of online selling, etc., it's so attractive, especially for someone like myself. So the holding back <clears throat> is I've learned so much about finances. I really do think I have, you know, I've, I've been educating myself over the last two, three years around my finances and starting from almost zero built an emergency fund initially just one month then three months then I've got a six month emergency fund now and I'm working towards a 12 month emergency fund and I know that people struggle people struggle to just save a few pounds and hold on to it And I struggled for years. I struggled for years to save money and hold on to it. And I thought I was good with money. Goodish with money. (laughs) And, And I have, I do talk to people about what I've done. And people have been impressed with what I've done. And I share what I've learned and I know that I've shared things and people have gone away and implemented and have got this achieved something that they haven't been able to do before. And I know that I've shared information with my daughter and she's taken action and and has has moved forward in her own education i've shared things with my son and he's implemented things as well uh i was i was so proud of him when he took he he, he listened to something i was talking about in order to uh to avoid paying the subscriptions when he didn't need it and he 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 um got over his anxiety and made a phone call and saved himself money and he started his emergency fund so I know that I have information that I can share with people to help and I'm doing that already I'm already sharing information on social media with people that I know and that people can just use so the the next step <laughs> is the next step step is moving into sort of a coaching you know a formal a professional uh coaching where people will pay me for the advice people will pay me to help them achieve results and that has happened before i mean i <laughs> I have sold stuff before. I have sold my advice before online um, in the form of training. I've sold training to people online and I have coached people. Uh, And it's been usually around uh, using uh, some programs 
And I have done that. And I have spoken to people on the phone. I have, I used to sell uh, weight loss programs. And along with the weight loss program, I coached people on using the products to to lose weight. Uh, I would say my, my, my biggest success story was my, my brother. Uh, he, he lost weight and got into to health and fitness and has never looked back. But yet I'm holding myself back. I'm holding myself back from taking that step. And I'm scared. I'm scared of of talking to people about what I have to offer and and putting a pound sign next to it. Yeah, I am very happy to pay someone to coach me to help me move forward. I I have a book. I have a physical book that's sold on Amazon. A few weeks ago, somebody said they bought that book. I didn't talk to them about it, but they they obviously somebody shared it with them or they found it and they they, they just bought it. During the process of writing that book and the book being written and ready for sale I found it very difficult to talk to people well I didn't find it difficult talking to people about the book although there was an element of imposter syndrome (laughs) I suffer so badly with that even though people read the book and said there was you know good stuff in there I still found it difficult to promote myself to market myself very I find it easier to market other people's stuff but my own stuff and then maybe that's what it is it's who am I I'm quite asked questioning myself who am I to put myself forward as someone who uh, has the expertise in a particular area I am not, when it comes to finances, I I cannot give advice because I'm not trained in that way. But I can share my experience and share with people what I have done to improve my financial situation. What I've done to now be in a, a situation that I would say I'm financially stable and I have peace of mind that... If there is some kind of emergency that I have enough money to deal with it and that I also have money that I'm saving on a consistent basis that's going to support the lifestyle that I want in the future. I am doing that. I am not finding it difficult. I'm doing that because I I have built my financial muscle and if you were looking at me now I'm, I'm actually kind of um sweatering my my arm muscle looks like I'm punching trying to punch myself in the face actually 
so I'm holding myself what am I why am I holding myself back so it's interesting what we see so I I sent a message to my coach and said because ah! he, he said you know are you how motivated are you from one to ten you know yeah and I I saw my motivation drop all the way down to one and I was I was going to respond and say oh actually my motivation level is really low I'm a bit scared and I said no no you can do this Sonia you can do this just and then later on I thought no I'm just going to be honest here I'm just going to be honest here and say look I'm not feeling very motivated at the moment you know I'm in this place this morning I'm scrolling through one of my social media Instagram because I'm think I'm thinking what do I talk about today I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about today and there was two there was something that I thought about in terms of debt and I might still share that actually what shall I talk about today and I came across a, a post from somebody who's in the field of finances, personal finances, and was sharing that they had learnt a lot about finances, financial education. And I thought, oh, so, you know, I'm interested because I'm obviously on a similar journal, journey and that this person is now ready to coach is you know ready to coach people they're actually uh getting geared up and they're they're doing they're completing a coaching program life coaching program but in the meanwhile they're ready to actually start talking with people to help them with their finances and they set out uh, a sort of a sort of the, the, the month the plan you know what the coaching would cost and I thought to myself oh my gosh this person is doing what I want to do but I'm holding myself back and this person is starting this and they're talking about doing a coaching course I've already I'm already a qualified coach you know I'm already yeah, I remember years ago when I first decided I wanted to be a coach, just fell in love about this whole concept of coaching people, helping people move from where they are now to where they want to go. You know, helping them to identify what the blocks are and supporting them in overcoming that for themselves. You know, introducing some tools, helping, helping them to use the tools so that they can help themselves it's not about me doing it for them it's that that they were able to do it themselves and go off and do and leave me behind and wanting to do that and sort of think oh I've got to get trained blah blah and I, I went to this event and there was a woman and she had a little stall and she had a few flyers nothing fancy and she was offering coaching and I was interested, I thought, oh, so I asked her, I said, oh, you know, how did you get to this point of offering coaching? Because it's what I want you to do. You know, have you got any training? She said, no. 
She said, I haven't got any training. It's just that people have said to me that I'm good at, you know, helping them and, and giving advice and helping them do things. So I'm just set myself up as a coach. And, and you could because there, there's no, there was no, at that time, there wasn't that much training, formal training, actually. And I did walk away thinking, she's wanting to, she's actually taking that step. And she's not got any training. And I'm saying, oh, well, there's no way I can do it without actually getting a qualification. I've got two qualifications. <laughs> The same thing, you know, I'm a manager, but for, for, for years people said to me, oh, gosh, you know, Sonia, you should go for a management role. And I said, oh, no, no, I need to I need to have a be qualified. I need to have a qualification before I can be a manager. And I did. I, I, I completed an NBQ uh, in, in management. <laughs> so here I am again. So I'm holding, constantly holding myself back. From doing something that I know that I can do. I know that I can sit with somebody. Listen to them. You know, talk with them, listen to them. And then support them in, in, in taking action and moving towards where they want to go. I know that I can do that. I had, And so here's the thing that I thought I was going to talk about today. I thought I was going to talk about something to do with debt. I put a quote out yesterday, something that, that if, you know, if you, if you need credit, you can't afford it. And it stemmed from I have a conversation with a young woman yesterday who I'm not sure how it came about, but the young woman said, oh, right, yes, because... Uh, we're running, going into a furlough, a, you know, another kind of lockdown again. So we're in the middle of a pandemic uh, in November in the UK. And we've been told that for a month we've got this kind of mini lockdown. And this young woman has lost their job. They're in retail, literally just got the job and now has been laid off and can't be furloughed because she's not been in that role long enough. So that's how the conversation came along. And so it's, she said, oh, she's going to get a credit card. Now, you know me and credit cards. She said she's going to get a credit card. And straight away, I'm, I said, oh, oh, you don't want to get a credit card. Okay. So straight away, and because this is somebody, this is a young woman that I know very well. Okay. Otherwise, if it was a stranger, I wouldn't be talking like that. But even so, I checked myself. I did check myself because I thought, actually, I don't want to be um, pushy here. You know, this is my stuff as much as I sort of think and nobody should be going to credit. So I said, oh, you don't get a credit card. And she was looked a bit surprised. And she said, oh, well, I, you know, I, I, I said, well, what, what, you know, why, why do you need a credit card? Well, I need to buy some clothes and blah, blah, blah. And I can't fully remember all details of the conversation because that's how my head is. But the gist of it, I can give, give you the gist. So the gist of the conversation is, so we're talking about credit cards. And I said, well, you know, because you're actually, if you don't pay off straight away, 
you know, if you're going to pay off every month. So this is how I, I, I switch things around from being, oh, you shouldn't get a credit card to, well, actually, it all depends on how you want to use it. And of course, you know, I wouldn't say that you mustn't get a credit card, but, you know, be sensible about how you use it. The best way to use it, of course, is if you're going to pay off the balance straight away. Because she said, I've already got a credit card. I said, oh. And I said, if you're going to pay off the balance straight away. And it was like, well, no, I'm not able to. OK, and the, the, the big mistake I made many years ago was, uh, it, you know, in the relationship that we, we were in, was getting credit cards because we didn't have enough money and because we'd lost an income, but still getting credit cards. That was a big mistake. I'll probably take, talk more about that another time. So that conversation. Uh, what's this got to do with holding back? This is my podcast. <laughs> but it's it's it is this thing about I I had information to share. So I was able to share this information. So the information I shared was uh, credit card. You end up paying a lot more if you don't pay off the balance straight away. And then it was, I said, well, you need, do you have a credit card? No. And there was this shock. You don't have a credit card? No, I don't have a credit card. Oh, but you need a, I need a credit card because I'm going to be doing online shopping. So that's a conversation. So I said, well, you can do it with a debit card. And there was a, there was a, there was a, a gap. I think there was a gap in, you know, sort of silence. And... I came away thinking, gosh, you know, this is this is a young woman, the same age as my son, who's already been pulled into, as I, I wasn't at that age, but as I, well, I did, that you you need a credit card, and it's okay okay to have a credit card, and it was my fifty seven year old self maybe looking at a 20-year-old me saying, you don't need a credit card. Please don't get a credit card because you're going to get yourself into debt. <laughs> but you're, it's going to be painful. And you really don't need a credit card. And the only reason why you're getting a credit card is because you can't afford what it is that you wanted to buy. And I actually mentioned what you need is a an emergency fund. But of course, that Yes, she does need an emergency fund. But for what she wanted, I wouldn't be wanting her to use an emergency fund for that. But it would have been about the the we're not educated, are we? We're not educated early enough about how to use money, about having the foundation. You know, and I think right off, right out, which is what I'm wanting to do with my son. And my son was listening to this conversation as well <laughs> and um this young woman turned to him and said have you got a credit card and he said no <laughs> whether he will ever get a credit card in the future i don't know uh my, my daughter doesn't have a credit card okay so my daughter's listened to me over the years and she doesn't she does not buy anything on credit So, maybe, so why am I holding? Why am I holding myself back? Why? Why? I mean, I I can help someone, and I, and 
I can help people. And it's okay to get paid to to help people. Of course it is. Hmm. This story will continue. But I do need to get up now because I need to get myself ready. Because I need to get myself down to the surgery to have this flu jab. Eek, eek. Right. So thank you for listening to me. And there may be something that you're holding back on. Uh, I know that I certainly am. And that's something I need to work on, which is why I've got a coach, obviously. So I'm sure he'll be doing some work with me uh, to move this forward. But it was very useful seeing that post this morning because it reminded me that actually I have already got the qualifications and there are people that I can help and people are more likely to take action when they're paid for something Uh, a lot of the time when we're given things for free we don't see the value in it okay that's it for me bye for now